Welcome to the Carrots to Succeed podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Harris. The Carrots to Succeed podcast is about delivering information that supports the development of B2B and B2G companies. We offer suggestions of business improvement for your consideration based on decades of ownership experience. The Curse to Succeed podcast is available now on Amazon, Apple, Podbeam, Spotify, Listen Notes, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Tumblr, and Player FM, and usually any place where you listen to your podcast. Sponsored by Shore LLC a full-service consulting firm that specializes in deploying first-hand knowledge gained from decades of experience using the resources of time-tested and proven associates to advise and guide you toward a path of successful growth. In other words, we have been there and done that. Today's topic, partnering. A business partnership may be one of the paths you've considered to help grow your business or to answer your current business needs. In today's show, I want to go through some of the primary reasons for partnering and some of the benefits and challenges. For example, when does it make sense to partner? how to find a partner, partnering formats, and then talk a little bit about unique partnerships. Now I'm defining the term partnering for this discussion to mean an arrangement between two or more people or businesses to oversee a business or project operation and share its profits and liabilities. Becoming aware of the advantages and disadvantages of a business partnership is a crucial first step if you're thinking of venturing into a partnership. The following pointers may might um, you know provide some useful insight into the advantages and disadvantages of a partnership. To do a thorough analysis of the advantages and disadvantages of a partnership, you might want to start by looking at all of the possible advantages that might apply to your specific situation. A partnership may offer many benefits for uh, your particular business or project. For example, bridging the gap in expertise or knowledge. Partnering with another company can give you access to a wide range of expertise for different parts of a project or contract. A good partner may also bring knowledge and experience uh, you may be lacking or complementary skills. For example, you may be a technology whiz, but a fish out of water when it comes to building relationships taking care of the operation side. 
that's where a partner with, with skill and acumen can step in and fill those gaps. Filling the skill or talent gap may be one of the first considerations when you examine the advantages of a partnership. Another advantage may be more cash. A prospective partner can bring an infusion of cash into the project or contract. The company may also have more strategic con uh, connections than you do. Uh, and this may help your company attract potential investors and raise more capital to support the project requirements. The right business partner may also enhance your ability to borrow money uh, to finance the growth of the business or, you know, successfully complete the project. It, it helps to keep these money issues in mind as part of the criteria in, in evaluating a potential partner. Just be careful because by definition, par a partnership usually means equally sharing finances and expenses. Another area to consider may be cost savings. Having a business partner can allow you to share the financial burden uh, for expenses and capital expenditures needed to run the business or the project. This could result in more substantial savings than by doing it alone. You could also experience or have the opportunity for more business opportunities. Um, one of the advantages of having a business partner is sharing the labor. Having a partner may not only make you more productive, but it may afford you the ease and flexibility to pursue more opportunities, excuse me. You might even eliminate the downside of opportunity costs. Opportunity costs are potential advantages of business opportunities that you may be forced to let go while you pursue other avenues. After all, as a one-person band or company with limited resources, you often have to decide where you choose to focus your time and talents. Having a partner who shares in the labor may free up time to explore more opportunities that may come your way. You may also find having a partner a way to get more support. Uh, every now and then, everyone needs to be able to bounce off ideas or debrief, um, you know, from just everyday work issues and everyday frustrations. At other times, it's simply the need to celebrate after having achieved a goal or even the need to vent from time to time. A good partnership or partnership relationship may also offer a new perspective. It's kind of easy to have blind spots about the way you conduct your business. Partnership can bring in a new set of eyes that can help us to spot what we may have missed. It may help us to adopt a new perspective or gain a different outlook about what we do, who we deal with, 
what contracts we pursue, or even how we price our products or services. There are some disadvantages of a partnership. In examining the advantages and disadvantages of a partnership, it's important to pay particular attention to any possible disadvantages. Let's look at a couple of the downsides of a partnerships. Number one, liabilities. In addition to sharing profits and assets, a partnership also entails sharing any business or project losses, as well as the responsibility of any debts, even if they are incurred by the other partner. Basically, you may be responsible for decisions your partner makes in connection with the project or contract. Be sure to set guidelines around spending decisions up front. Another possible disadvantage is the loss of autonomy. While you likely enjoy being in total control of your business, in a partnership, you would now share control with a partner company and important decisions would be made jointly. When you start exploring the advantages and disadvantages of a partnership, ask yourself this. Are you able to compromise and relinquish certain ways of doing business if you must? This may require a change in mindset, which may not be easily maintained over time. If you work on your own for a long time and are used to being independent, you may find it stressful when you can't continue to do things your own way. The Cares to Succeed podcast is sponsored by Shore LLC, offering business development, customer acquisition, certification applications, proposal writing, and business guidance. So let's talk a little bit about when does it make sense to partner. You may have a contract or project opportunity that you are seeking, but quickly realize that you don't have the necessary past performance that is required to submit a complete response. You may not have the specialized tools or specialty skilled people, or perhaps the startup or mobilization funding is an issue. Or you may just need additional capacity because of the opportunity size or location. If the contract or project requires special certifications, such as having a diverse own business on the team. There are many scenarios that could make um, it smart, a smart consideration to bring on a, um, a partner to gain the new customer or opportunity. Addressing this need by establishing a joint venture, subcontracting agreement, or partnership are all options that can be considered. Now let's explore ways to find a partner. 
There's likely a trade association or professional networking event in your business market. You may attend a show or event and build your network of potential business partners. It may not be obvious at the event who a good partner would be, but you may start with just meeting as many people in related industries as possible. Try to keep your interactions as broad as possible as you may never know which person or company that you meet may in the future feel a specialized need. Now Paul's here to share, of course, a personal story. Not long after, after starting my cable installation company, I attended a local city-hosted small business showcase event as an exhibitor. This was an annual event, and the tendency um, was to place companies with similar offerings in the same area of the trade show floor. My company at that time specialized in cable installation services in business in buildings. Just a few tables down from, from me was a, a company that focused on cable installation services outside or underground. And this was a skill that I did not have within my company. And at the time of that trade event, I had no idea that I would ever need it. I, however, introduced myself and exchanged information with the owner of that company. About a year later, I was awarded a contract that required me to install cable in multiple buildings on a college campus. In addition to the inside, the contract required that I install cable to connect the buildings with underground cable. Guess who I called? Yep, the owner of that company that I had met at that trade show a year earlier. We sat down and put together a very simple team in agreement and proceeded to complete the project successfully. There's more to the story. The owner and I became close friends and nearly a decade later, when I decided to sell my company, I asked if he was interested in making an offer. He ended up purchasing my company and we continue to this day to be personal and business friends. Another way to find a partner may be to use social media like LinkedIn or Facebook or similar networking sites. When I use this method to search, I usually not only look at the profile, I research the company to try to find out as much as possible about the business and will also ask contacts within my network if they know the company or its principles. One more way is to ask for referrals from your contacts or even from your current customers. And there are several legal formats used in forming a partnership. However, for the sake of this conversation, I consider subcontracting, teaming arrangements, 
and joint venturing as ways to get the results of a partnership without formally setting up a partnership arrangement. A joint venture is an association of two or more persons based on a written or oral contract to combine their assets, property, knowledge, skills, experience, time, or other resources in pursuit of a particular project or undertaking, usually agreeing to share the profits and the losses, and each having some degree of control over the venture. While most common in construction projects, the business structure termed a joint venture is a creation which is nothing more than a partnership created for a single project or undertaking, which normally lasts only as long as the project lasts. While typical partnerships usually engage in continuous business and comprise of two or more persons or entities combining to engage in that business. If the business is directed at and limited to a particular finite task, however, that same partnership is considered a joint venture. If one needs to team up with another personal entity, but only for a particular task or project, a teaming agreement may be the way to go. And finally, subcontracting. Subcontracting is the practice of assigning or outsourcing part of the obligations and tasks under a contract to another party known as a subcontractor. Subcontracting is especially prevalent in areas where complex projects are the norm. <clears throat> such as construction or information technology. Using the construction industry as an example, when a government body or company wants to build or make repairs to an infrastructure, it would usually award the contract for the job to a prime contractor. The prime contractor is a business who negotiates the deal and works on a contractual basis for an agreed-upon fee. Sometimes the work to be done is in a specialized field such as electrical, plumbing, insulation, or more recent areas like energy optimization and smart wiring infrastructure, which requires the contractor to subcontract to another party. In this case, the contractor will be subcontracting the work to a specialized contractor. While the prime contractor maintains the relationships with clients, that is, corporations or the government, the subcontractor works with the contractor, prov providing their specialized skill set in exchange for a, an agreed-upon fee. The subcontracted individual company reports to the prime or primary contractor who is responsible for managing the work from initiation to completion. There are opportunities to develop a partnership that may be unique in your market or to your company.
An example of this partnership directly is, is a partnership directly with the customer. When you're marketing to or trying to acquire new customers, it may be a good strategy to see if there's a way to form a partnership with the customer. There may be some value that you can bring to the customer that goes beyond the scope of services that they buy from you. For example, you may find that if you offer to add the customer's employees in the class when you train your employees on a process or tool, and of course, that would be an exchange for some commitment from the customer, like extended contract terms. Um, this may be a win situation for both of you and, the con and, and them. Partnering, whether it's in the form of a joint venture, a team and arrangement, or a subcontracting agreement, is a good way to extend the capacity and capability of your company and add value to your customers. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Courage to Succeed podcast. For more information on how to make partnering a part of your business development strategy, reach out to Shore LLC at www.scottupshaw.net. Again, that's www.scottupshaw.net. The Carriage to Succeed podcast is sponsored by Shore LLC and available on Amazon, Podbean, Spotify, Apple, Listen Notes, YouTube, Player FM, and you can also find it on our website at www.scottupshaw.net. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Dennis Harris.